Did you know Red Marilyn was on Patreon? By supporting Red Marilyn on Patreon, not only do you support Red Marilyn's efforts to grow the conservative movement here in Maryland, but you're going to get access to premium content, meet and greets, cool bumper stickers, and more. To support Red Marilyn on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash redmaryland. Even $1 a month will help us grow the conservative movement in our state. And every dollar goes back into growing Red Maryland. That's patreon.com slash redmaryland. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash redmaryland. And thank you for your support. Shock the system. You are invited to the 2020 Red Maryland Leadership Conference, which comes at you on Saturday, January the 11th, 2020, from the Doubletree Hotel in Annapolis. Join us as we hear guest speakers, including Commerce Secretary Kelly Schultz, Delegate Kathy Shalega, Doug Mayer from the 2018 Hogan for Governor campaign, Andrew Langer and Jerry Rogers from WBAL Radio, Maria Sophia, the chair of the Maryland Young Republicans, Ian Patrick Hines, Rory McShane, and a host of other fantastic speakers. This conference will help prepare the groundwork for your next election success and the success of conservatism across the state. Tickets are on sale now. The conference sold out in 2019, so you are not going to want to miss out on buying your tickets today. Go to redmarylandconference.com to learn how to buy your ticket, your sponsorship, or your vendor table. That's redmarylandconference.com. Go buy your tickets today for the 2020 Red Maryland Leadership Conference. It's time for the Air Raid. Here's your host, Brian Griffiths. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another brand new episode of the Air Raid here on the Red Maryland Network. It is Sunday, September the 22nd, 2019. Hope you and yours had a fantastic weekend. And you guys are probably thinking to yourself, Brian, you said you weren't doing an Air Raid this week. Yeah, you're right. I said I wasn't doing an Air Raid this week. Um, You may have heard, as Greg mentioned on the show on Thursday night, I guess it was Friday morning, uh, is that uh, we did have a new baby, new baby boy. So we appreciate all the uh, all the thoughts and wishes and, and, and congratulatory remarks that we've gotten from everybody. We appreciate all of that uh, that you guys sent to us. And, uh, of course, part of that, being a parent, it's very similar to like it was last time, insofar as now you just don't get any sleep, and when you do sleep, it's weird hours, and you get sometimes you get time to do stuff, and sometimes you don't. And right now... As I tape this, um, 
it is a time in which I have something to say and something I can I can put on to tape. So uh, we can we can do that. That's interesting, by the way, just the use of tape. Every now and then when we're talking to our daughter and we say that we're going to record something and watch it later, we say we're going to tape it and watch it later. And I don't know if I know anybody on planet Earth these days who actually has something uh, that they use that's a tape. So just um, just something that... Uh, <laughs> Just, just something that to think about there. What I do want to talk about here today are two things that have been in the news a lot recently. You may have heard about on Friday there was a worldwide climate strike um, that you had a bunch of kids uh, skip school. There's really no other way around it. They skipped school to go on strike um, to protest global warming and how um, the world's youth are demanding immediate changes uh, as it relates to climate change and how um, how Greta Thunberg, who, the, uh, the Swedish environmental activist who sailed a ship across the Atlantic Ocean on wind power and then immediately paid two people to fly across the Atlantic Ocean to sail it back, um, is creating some sort of of movement some sort of uh you know you know some sort of worldwide cause about regarding regarding climate action uh, here's how Reuters describes it. Millions of young people flooded the streets of cities around the world on Friday to demand political leaders take urgent steps to stop climate change, uniting in a worldwide protest inspired by 16-year-old Swedish activist Greta Thunberg. Alarmed by images of the green ice sheets melting in the Amazon rainforest burning, students and workers abandoned schools, shops, and offices in nearly every corner of the globe. All I mean to stop what they see as a looming environmental catastrophe. The protests started in the Pacific Islands, where rising sea levels threaten a way of life and followed the sun across Australia, Japan, Southeast Asia, and onto Europe, Africa, the Middle East, and the Americas. The coordinated student strike culminated at New York's Wall Street, where some investors have embraced the fossil fuel industry. Massive crowds overwhelmed the streets of Lower Manhattan, chanting, quote, Save our planet, while anticipating an address by Thunberg, an international figure who sailed across the Atlantic in an emissions-free yacht ahead of next week's climate summit at the United Nations. Right now, we are the ones who are making a difference. If no one else will take action, then we will, Thunberg told tens of thousands of people gathered in a park with a view of the Statue of Liberty. Once she took the stage, the crowd chanted her name, then went silent to hang on to her every word. As she paused between sentences, people erupted into applause. If you belong to that small group of people who feel threatened by us, then we have some very bad news for you, because this is only the beginning. Change is coming, whether they like it or not. Demonstrators in Paris raised a painting of Thunberg as the Virgin Mary, and I swear to I swear I hope those people were struck down by lightning, because that is sacrilege. I mean, that is just, that's offensive on so many levels. Um, a halo around her head reading, our house is on fire. She's like the icon of our generation, New York protester Fiamma Cochran said, highlighting the leadership role of young people in the international movement to reduce consumption of fossil fuels. Four million people participated worldwide, including 300,000 in New York organizers, with the anti-fossil fuels group 350.org said. Reuters could not verify the crowd size. And it just goes on like this. Abolish fossil fuels, by the way, was one of the ones that um, 
that said, Make love, not CO2. The planet is getting hotter than my imaginary boyfriend. And this just goes on and on like this. And part of the reason that they are motivated by this is the fact that that there is this this alarmism that the planet is going to, of course, be be in, uninhabitable or whatever. You know, it depends on what day of the week it is. That that climate change will be irreversible in twelve years. That by twenty thirty, the 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 motion will be set, and that there'll be no turning back from climate change. And a lot of the people that are involved with this just have this just completely apocalyptic mindset where they talk about how much anxiety they have over climate change about how they can't sleep they can't plan for the future why are we having kids why are we doing this why are we doing that when our house is on fire and the planet is going to kill us all because we've killed the planet never mind the fact that Greta Thunberg of course as I said is a complete hypocrite and is just being used by adults, to make political points. But we'll get to the back to that in a second. As school started back this year, and this is kind of in a similar vein, as school started back this year, we keep seeing discussions about gun control. And I, I see it from my liberal Facebook friends, too. They talk about the horrors of active shooter drills, how... We have to take preventative steps to make sure that nobody ever gets shot in a school again as if the gun had something to do with it, as if it's only been a change in the last few years that opened up gun ownership, even though gun ownership is more restrictive now than it has ever been in our nation's history. Look back to a time a hundred years ago, the early 1900s, where you could order what would now be considered an assault rifle from the Sears Roebuck catalog, have it delivered to you by U.S. mail, and nobody was getting shot up in the streets of any city. How these so-called military weapons, these weapons of war, quote-unquote, were in civilian hands for 50 years before they were ever in the hands of somebody engaged in an international war. One of the reasons, one of the things that we have seen building, uh, particularly since the uh, the shooting in Florida last year, the Marjorie Stoneman shooting, has been the March for Our Lives crowd, another group of student protesters egged on by adults, used by adults, to push the idea of gun control. Now, of course, the March for Our Lives and their most vocal leaders have now branched off to any sort of variety of radical socialist and left-wing causes. But the fact remains is that the March for Our Lives was built around apocalyptic language. And that comes gets to the point that I'm trying to talk here about today. Progressivism in our country, to a certain extent the world, has devolved into this just nightmare vision for the future. If we don't ban all the guns, all the kids are going to get shot. If we don't eliminate all the fossil fuels, then all the polar bears are going to die and the sea levels are going to rise and the planet will become uninhabitable. 
If we don't raise $4 billion worth of taxes to pay for a newfangled education system, then nobody is ever going to get to learn. If we don't raise taxes and socialize health care, everybody's going to die in a waiting room waiting to be seen by a doctor on a list, even though, of course, it's the complete opposite, where socialized medicine is what kills people. The fact is, is that Democrats and liberals, Democrats specifically, but liberals writ large, have adopted this apocalyptic vision of the future. And the problem with that is that they're trying to instill it in the youth of our children. And the youth and our children, I should say. When children are regurgitating, when 13, 14, 15-year-olds are regurgitating this idea that our planet is doomed, and they talk about the stress and anxiety in their life surrounded by surrounding global warming, that's not their fault. Those thoughts got there somewhere. There's a reason that they believe that there is going to be some sort of death, destruction, that there's a reason to panic thanks to global warming. Much the same way there are students who believe that they are going to get killed in school unless we ban guns. You see this through the proliferation of active shooter drills. You see this through the proliferation of these, quote, bulletproof backpacks. I don't think people realize, particularly teachers realize, and and administrators realize, that when you have these active shooter drills, you're just raising the anxiety level of everybody. You're just making it more likely that somebody is going to have a breakdown. That somebody is not going to be able to learn in that environment. That somebody is not going to be able to take it. Democrats need to come to grips with this. They are creating basically an entire generation of students who are all going to need a therapist by the time they're 22. They're creating a generation of people who can barely function thanks to the anxiety from every Democratic pet issue that's out there. Let's face it. Liberalism has never been a good thing. Liberalism in the modern sense as we know it now. I'm not talking about classical liberalism. Progressivism. Socialism. Has never been a bed of roses, it's always been something that's been gritty, it's been raw, it's been disgusting, it's been discriminatory, it's been oppressive. But now, we're talking about the mental oppression of a generation. All being used by liberal politicians to push a liberal agenda for liberal purposes to promote liberal policies that are unpopular, particularly with the American people. We've seen students used time and time again as props by Democrats and by liberals, but this is really starting to become excessive. And we, as a society, Democrat, Republican, 
left, right, male, female, Protestant, Catholic, Jewish, Muslim, animal, vegetable, mineral, whatever, need to push back and say enough is enough. We have to stop filling America's youth with so much anxiety. We have to start pushing a positive vision of the future, something that Republicans and conservatives can do very well, because as opposed to telling you what's going to go wrong, conservatives have always been able to tell you what can go right. That's the agenda that we need to push. And it's not just with students, but it's with their parents. Students, youth, learn their values, learn their politics for the first time from their parents. And we need, as Republicans, as conservatives, to push a positive agenda to make sure that we are telling people how Maryland can be better, how America can be better, and how our world can be better through the adoption of conservative policies. Because the anxiety that the liberals are putting on our children is going to kill our society, and it must end. I want to thank you very much for joining me in this week's episode of The Air Raid. Be sure to check out all of our Red Maryland Network programming. Thursday, another episode of the flagship Red Maryland Radio. Uh, Greg will be there. Yeah, I'll probably be there. Uh, so we'll more to follow on that. Um, Sundays, of course, is The Air Raid with yours truly. Um, I may be here. I may not be here. You never know. Also this week, we will have a special edition of Red Maryland Radio that will be taped at the Maryland Young Republicans Roast of Dirk Hare. We are the exclusive media uh, outlet for the Maryland Young Republicans Roast. So we're going to be the only media in the room. We'll have interviews. We'll talk to people, get a sense of the room and more. Of course, it's going to post after the show's over, after the roast is over. But there's not going to be any recording of the roast. So it's going to be the best, the closest that you're going to get to the Maryland Young Republicans Roast without having a ticket. And I encourage you, if you haven't bought a ticket yet, you should do that. It's almost sold out. And pretty soon, Greg will be bringing back the uh, Red Maryland election focus with a focus on our candidates for the 2020 elections. A lot of folks have filed to run for Congress. Of course, we have city elections. We've got several Republicans who are already running for mayor of Baltimore. And uh, a lot more uh, folks will be filing for office. So election focus, a good complement to our um, Red Maryland candidate surveys, which, of course, will be posted uh, after the filing deadline in January 2020. Red Maryland, your home for all things Maryland primary election in 2020 and every other year. Of course, stick with us at redmaryland.com, the flagship. Lots of good stuff to read there. Of course, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash redmaryland. We appreciate your support. We appreciate support the support of all of our Red Maryland patrons. Every one of our patrons we consider to be somebody who is a a supporter of our show, who helps us produce these shows. Um, and, and we just want to kind of give a shout out to those folks. Andrew, Andy, Brian, Corinne, Dan, Eric, Greg, JC, Randolph, and Timothy. Your name can be another one of those producers. All you have to do is go to patreon.com slash and make your pledge today. Of course, we also are looking forward to the Red Maryland Leadership Conference. RedMarylandConference.com is how you can learn more about that. Lots of great speakers. Get your tickets now. Do not delay. RedMarylandConference.com We are looking forward to seeing everybody there. Um, 
Lots of great speakers. They said redmarylandconference.com. You can see the entire list of speakers. And we're still working on more. We're trying to make this so much bigger than last year. And we can do it with your help, redmarylandconference.com. And, of course, if you want to uh, want to sponsor um, you want to sponsor the conference, you want to have a, have a vendor table there, redmarylandconference.com is how you can do that. Please like us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash redmaryland. We are on Twitter, at redmaryland. We are on Instagram, at redmaryland. We are on TikTok, at redmaryland. All the social medias, just search for Red Maryland. And please like us and invite your friends, family, neighbors, colleagues, coworkers, co-religionists, in-laws, outlaws, ex-laws, uh, ex-employees, ex-convicts, ex-whatever, ex-football players to please um, like Red Maryland, follow us on those social media platforms, and please share our stories on your Facebook wall, in your Facebook groups. You are the force multiplier who helps us grow Red Maryland and spread the good news of conservatism across our great state. Of course, you can subscribe to shows like this one. Uh, all you have to do is search Red Maryland in your favorite podcatcher, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn Radio, the Google Play app, uh, wherever, and just subscribe and have shows like this one automatically download the device of your choice. Hey, you may know people who don't know about podcasts and don't know how to subscribe to podcasts. If you think there's somebody, anybody, who likes conservative politics and is from the state of Maryland, please encourage them to sign up to have Red Maryland delivered directly to their phone so they don't miss a thing. Of course, you can contact us anytime. RedMaryland.gmail.com is our email address, our, our callback line, our text line, 410-205-4875. That's 410-205-4875. We will feature your comments on a future Red Maryland Network program. Folks, thank you very much for joining me in this week's episode of the Air Raid. And again, RedMaryland.com, your home base for all things Red Maryland. For everybody here at the network, thank you very much for listening. I'm Brian Griffiths. You've been listening to the Air Raid. Good night and God bless. Did you know Red Maryland was on Patreon? By supporting Red Maryland on Patreon, not only do you support Red Maryland's efforts to grow the conservative movement here in Maryland, but you're going to get access to premium content, meet and greets, cool bumper stickers, and more. To support Red Maryland on Patreon, go to patreon.com slash redmaryland. Even $1 a month will help us grow the conservative movement in our state. And every dollar goes back into growing Red Maryland. That's patreon.com slash Red Maryland. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Red Maryland. And thank you for your support. Shock the system. You are invited to the 2020 Red Maryland Leadership Conference, which comes at you on Saturday, January the 11th, 2020, from the Doubletree Hotel in Annapolis. Join us as we hear guest speakers including Commerce Secretary Kelly Schultz, Delegate Kathy Shalega, Doug Mayer from the 2018 Hogan for Governor campaign, Andrew Langer and Jerry Rogers from WBAL Radio, Maria Sophia, the chair of the Maryland Young Republicans, Ian Patrick Hines, Rory McShane, and a host of other fantastic speakers. This conference will help prepare the groundwork for your next election success and the success of conservatism across the state. Tickets are on sale now. The conference sold out in 2019, so you are not going to want to miss out on buying your tickets today. Go to redmarylandconference.com to learn how to buy your ticket, your sponsorship, or your vendor table. That's redmarylandconference.com. Go buy your tickets today for the 2020 Red Maryland Leadership Conference.